cubes in the mouth. Just feeling a hand pushing our head down, which can be a turnoff in the moment. So does the, the, the scent can kind of throw throw things off down there is what you're saying? Looking like that, I should be allowing my partner to come on my face or I should be smiling. Hi everyone. Today we are answering all your questions on oral. So Sean, what is our first question of today? My boyfriend likes to push my head down to get me to blow him. Why do you guys think this is okay? So her boyfriend is pushing her head down while she's giving head, right? I think I think he's saying I think she's saying more that like he's pushing her head down to get head. Yeah. Okay. So oh maybe a slight bit of pressure. I think it's like rather than saying, hey, can you give me head? He's just like, give me head. So there we have no communication outside of like our body language and what's going on. But that can be really confusing to people, right? Because how sexy is that when all of a sudden we're just feeling like a hand pushing our head down towards the penis? Yeah, it seems like a, a kind of a cop out on the guy to just not be like, hey, can and you also, give me head? And like vo vocalize what he wants. It's all, I mean... And I'm kind of wondering what's going on that maybe he's not asking her, hey, I really like head and I would really like you to perform oral on me. Is that okay with you? And all of a sudden we're just feeling a hand pushing our head down, which can be a turnoff in the moment. So average Joe version, guys, ask, don't push. They prefer it. Oral is extremely pleasurable. So let your partner know that's where you would like to try in bed versus just kind of forcing them or pushing them into doing something because that can be a really big turnoff. We don't want to feel physically pushed into anything. All right, what's question number two? My girlfriend loves head, but she sort of smells. It smells like BO. It really ruins the mood. Is this normal? Yes, of course that's normal. So for a female, right, there's a lot going on down there, right? It's an opening to our bodies and there's a lot of um, yeast, a lot of smells that happen. So it is completely normal that maybe your stuff is smelling kind of funny. Completely happens. Maybe it's through the day. Maybe you've sweat more that day. You have more yeast going on. Maybe there's a little bit of an infection where there's more yeast. Um, so yes, it's normal. And any women out there, if you feel like this is something that you're also experiencing, there's a lot of women experiencing it too. Ask your doctor. You know, a lot of <clears throat> doctors will come back and say, you know what, you have a little bit more yeast than normal and there are things that we can do. So ask your doctor. It's really common for women to just kind of take, um, a paper towel with a little water and freshen up or maybe they carry wet wipes. I encourage you if you're carrying wet wipes to get the unscented kind. That's really delicate skin down there and adding in a scent can open up a whole host of issues. So does the, the, the scent can kind of throw throw things off down there is what you're saying? It sounds like for this couple it definitely is. <laughs> I, meant, I, meant, I meant scent of the, the wet wipes. <laughs> <laughs> so so what you're saying is like even if you get a, the, the wrong type of wet wipe to try to help with that the issue you might make it worse you could make it worse right because down there it's a really delicate 
imbalancing the pH and you add some wet wipes in and you're going to throw your whole pH off and you need that. Like your body is averaging itself out and you throw in some scents and yikes, you could get out of balance. But in this case, what we're really looking at is it's bothering the partner. So, you know, he's saying, I really want to go down on my girlfriend. She also wants me to, but hey, it's a little bit of a turnoff. So there is really opening up this safe communication because it can be a really vulnerable topic. So when you do bring this up to your partner, <clears throat> if your partner's, if you're experiencing with your partner, you know, starting with something soft. Hey, I love having intimate times with you. Start with a compliment. Start with something soft. You know, something that you love about them or like your time together. Once we use the word you, the other person can become really defensive, feeling like you're criticizing them. And in general, sex is a very vulnerable topic. So we want people to feel the most comfortable. And is there, just in general, is there better times of the day where, is it, you know, you just happen to notice your girlfriend's fresh out of the shower. Maybe that would be a, a good time. Right. So when you're discussing um, a big topic, um, <clears throat> maybe it's sex or maybe it's outside of sex, sometimes just asking, hey, I want to bring something up with you is now a good time because we don't know what that other person is going through at that time. Maybe they're thinking about their to-do list for the day or they're actually really stressing out with something happened at work. So even just bringing up, hey, I want to bring something up. Is now a good time? When is? So question number three, why do they call it 69? It's a pretty <laughs> simple one, I think. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe not. <laughs> the figures maybe. really give you a great demonstration. Hey, 69 can be a beautiful thing, right? <clears throat> because in the oral play, a lot of people who are giving oral, the other person receiving it can be going through something. I've heard many of my clients say, you know, my mind and anxiety increases when my partner is performing oral on me. So 69 is a really great way that you and your partner can both experience pleasure. And you know, it, <clears throat> it can kind of distract our mind from wandering off. Women more than men are able to multitask which is kind of funny because, you know, really multitasking is not the most efficient way to do anything. But, you know, women's minds wander more. And keeping in the moment and staying present, if 69 is what is for you, well, there you are. You're being interactive. You're engaging with your partner. And it's completely pleasurable. You know, you're really giving these random acts of oral to both people at the same time. Gotta keep, gotta keep the wandering mind <laughs> occupied sometimes, I guess. It's common that our minds get distracted during sex. And if you feel that this is you, I would encourage you just to kind of focus back on your breathing and then kind of bring your mind back into what is going on. You know, sometimes we do get anxiety or we do get distracted with the to-do list for that day. So taking a few deep breaths, pushing every stressor to the side again, coming back into the moment. Question number four. Is it okay to swallow? <laughs> it's like a, a, is this a health question? Like, is it, is it is come bad for you, or uh, I, I don't. I think what do we think is, the question is? <clears throat> is it bad to swallow? No, it's not bad to swallow, and it is complete personal. Uh, it's, it's your own decision, right? What do you feel comfortable with? If you feel that is comfortable for you, then fine. But this really is an individual's choice. You know, and make this choice based on what you're comfortable with. You know, maybe society is pressuring you in one way. You know, I think there's this whole stigma that, you know, men 
think it's very sexy for their partner to swallow, whether that is a man or a woman. What do you think, Sean? To each their own. I mean, nobody's going to, if you've gotten that far, I'm sure your partner is not going to be complaining. But what about what you're hearing in society? Like our um, people that you're around, like society in Miami, finding that it's sexy for their partner to swallow? I guess if I had to, I guess if I had to like really look at the where the needle was leaning, I would I would say probably there's a preference to that versus not, but also kind of like what what do you do with it if you're gonna spit it out? Where you gotta go somewhere? More streamlined. <clears throat> just. Okay, so you're looking at the convenience of it, and there is places to completely spit it out, but I want to bring in their side of the bed, <laughs> not yours. <laughs> but bringing in this idea of porn. What do we see in porn, Sean? Lots of cum loads. It's there's a lot of coming on the face, right? Mm-hmm. Like not necessarily. Like it's, it's usually not finishing like while getting head. They usually kind of like finish on their own terms onto the girl. And so then that really proliferates itself into society of the person feeling okay. I should be looking like that. I should be allowing my partner to come on my face, or I should be swallowing this, and. Again, porn is not real. And I want all of you out there to completely delete the word should out of your head and realize that porn is not real. And that porn can really create actually a very degrading sex life if we follow it. And to have the best sex is to really feel the most confident and comfortable in that moment. Going back, really, what do you want? Do you want to swell or do you want to spit? That is completely up to you and whatever you choose is sexy. From a guy's perspective, we'll be happy either way. So I really want to bring up how sexy actually oral can be and how for many, many people, oral is so much more intimate and engaging and bonding with their partner than penetration. And it really is this extremely intimate experience. Sean, what do you think in society today of what you're hearing here in Miami? Because that's where we are. Are you feeling the same thing of what's going on in society that oral is more intimate than penetration? Definitely. You're definitely closer with the with the partner at that point, right? Um, you know, in hookup culture, you know, short, shorter term relationships, uh, easier to kind of protect, protect yourself doing you know, regular intercourse. Um, feel like there's a comfort level with really kind of using using your mouth on somebody's parts. And I think that's so interesting because you're right. Oftentimes, when we're just starting to date somebody or we're just hooking up with somebody, we completely skip the oral and we go right to penetration. And right, right, it's easier to protect ourselves because I think societally we're more used to condoms versus if you're protecting yourself through oral, we'll add in like a dental dam. And I really believe that a lot of this is because it's such a more intimate experience. They definitely weren't giving dental dams out at college. Really shitty condoms? Yes, but and I think <laughs> dental, dental dams. Yeah, and I think de- going on like the safety and the hygiene of oral, I think dental dams are really important because maybe you are just starting to date this person and you do want to protect yourself. So they have like dental dam is a very thin piece of latex, like in a, in a square or rectangle that you would just lay over the genital. Some people will use household products like saran wrap and I'm telling you stay away because the spores from let's say HIV or another STD can actually come through the 
saran wrap. So go out and buy those dental dams just like you would um, condoms. Going and getting those regular STI checks. They are just as needed because a lot of STDs can be spread through oral and I am encouraging you to explore. So protect yourself in that way. I think next week we need a, a, a demo dental dam. I, I don't think too many people are familiar. Really feeling that oral is just as intimate or for some more intimate than penetration. We always can't, we can't expect this from our partner. You know, this, we really can't expect it. So it is something to talk about and really make inviting. How do we invite our partner to perform oral on us and vice versa for us to perform oral on them? Because one of the best things you can have in bed is selflessness. So what do I mean? How do we make ourselves and our body feel sexy and also ready for oral? Maybe I feel the most sexy right after a shower. So I'm gonna go in the shower, wash, maybe you decide you wanna wax or you wanna shave, or you know what, maybe you just decide you wanna groom. Finding out what makes you feel sexy, because if you've been on my Instagram, it's all about the more confident we are in ourselves and our bodies, that brings the sexiness into the bedroom. What do you think um, you would have to do or a man would have to do to be inviting for their partner, whether it's a man or a woman, to want to engage in oral with them? Hygiene's always key. I mean, you want to be clean for the most part. I mean, everybody, there's there's a kink for everything. So, you know, you know, a, a, you know post-workout might might make somebody extra happy, but... I'd say for the most part, you want to be clean, trimmed, you know, have, have the, the main area kind of groomed out. And then also you can always, you know, lead by example. If you know your partner likes it, you can always start off and, you know, that can lead to them wanting to reciprocate with you. You know, and Sean and I are just hitting on like what the person finds attractive. You know, if you're feeling very safe in that relationship, going like, what, what do you like? Because it may be completely different than what you find confident and sexy, but that's okay. So maybe you mix it up or you find out what your partner finds attractive and then maybe you'll also start to find it attractive. You know, every conversation kind of leads to wherever it goes and that is strength, bonding, progress in a relationship and all of those things lead to a better sex life. So sex is between the ears. Oral can make us have to push ourselves out of that mindset even more. You know, we have this pressure of, oh, I feel I should be orgasming. I feel I need to get there. You know, even many people are saying, I need to orgasm because I want to please my partner. So many people put so much pressure on themselves to orgasm that this can actually create your muscles to tighten. So maybe you'll feel it like in your arms or your leg muscles actually tightening. Well, you're going the opposite way of having an orgasm because one of the best ways to get yourself to that climax is to remain relaxed. When you feel yourself in that moment having anxiety, just focus on your breathing. Breathe in, breathe out slowly, and then redirect your mind into that moment and redirect maybe your mind to your partners. Maybe you put your hands on them, you focus back into that, you focus on your breathing, and eventually it will kind of start to come in because the breath will start calming you down. Exhale, you want to be even slower than the inhale. So some people will breathe in for four seconds, they'll hold for three, 
about three seconds and then slowly breathing out for eight. It can really put your mind back in that moment. Maybe you just have to put your hands on your partner too, you know, to ground yourself, feel safe again, and that can help. So this whole session today, this whole podcast, Sean and I have been talking about how oral is very intimate. One of the best ways that we can feel intimate and connect with our partner is through the position we're having sex or oral in. So when we think of giving head, oftentimes people think one person on their knees and the other person standing up. Maybe if that's not for you, try a different position. You know, maybe try laying down, maybe try more connection through your hands or think about how can I put more of my body on my partner? How can I feel more intimately and close and physically connected to my partner? You know, sometimes people don't like being on their knees and the other person standing. That can make them feel maybe submissive or out of control. So switch it up. Think about how can I find a position that I feel completely comfortable, you know, performing oral on. So, so more like more, being more like connected, like physically connected yes, versus being more separated. Yeah. Being more physically connected. You can get creative, right? There are so many diagrams and pictures out there or just try it out. You know how I don't really like being on my knees. I want to feel closer to you. Okay. Well, how can I use my body then to feel more connected as I'm giving you oral, as I'm receiving oral? 69 may be a really good position for this. You're very connected. Very connected. So thank you so much, listeners, for sending in your questions. I love hearing from you. This podcast is here to help you create your best sex life. So if you have any sexy questions, DM me on Instagram at Therapy with Melinda or send me a message through my website at www.insight-miami.com. Com. I'm super happy. You know, you can always email me too and book a session if you are a Florida resident, or I'm really happy to answer your questions here on this podcast. And any way you reach out, all questions remain anonymous. So feel safe asking. Mm-hmm. I am so excited for next week's podcast. We are talking all about non-traditional couples, thinking swingers, threesomes, throuples, I want to hear from you. So I don't if you've ever heard of a throuple, <laughs> I mean, I think I know what it is. It's a, th- a three person relationship. It is a three person relationship. And the number one thing you need in a three person relationship is, again, selflessness. So I'm so excited to hear what your questions are. Please send them in to me, and I will speak to you next week. And until then, go out and have great sex. Mm-hmm.